Hey guys, before we get started on the very last episode of 2021, I want to tell you about a full live intensive workshop, also called a boot camp that I have just announced. On February 11th, 2022, I, I am hosting a live event right outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And I'll also have this thing available virtually as well. And what it's titled is the inner game of wealth. Now, let me tell you what, what this is about. 75% of creating success and wealth in your life is all what's happening in your mind and in your body, in your, in your emotions, in your beliefs, in everything that's happening inside of you. Only 25% of what, of creating success and wealth is really what you do in the world. Cause if you don't bring a powerful person to the action, the action is not going to get the intended uh, outcomes. So this is about mastering the inner game of wealth and not the external game, it, which is what all the hustle whores and grind gurus tell you, just go and work harder and do more. That's, that's, they're, they're, just, they're just causing more stress and struggle in your life. When you master the inner game of wealth and success, the outer game of wealth and success becomes so much more easy, effortless, fun, enjoyable, and adventurous. Listen, if this sounds interesting to you, if, if you want to come and hang out with me for a day, go to www.livesoulout.com forward slash inner game of wealth. You can also access this on my website, www.livesoulout.com. And on the work with me page, you'll see this thing advertised. Now, February 11th is the first one, and I intend to have more in the future. So keep checking back if that's something you're interested in. Now, let's get started on the last episode of 2021. We're going to turn the page on this past year and move into the future. This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Guys, I think at the end of every single year, it's important to look back at, at the body of work, which is your life up to that point, and reflect and and understand what's happening in your life and and maybe your business but understand what's happening inside inside of you and how you're showing up and and what your capabilities are and what your capacities are and what you're holding on to and what you what you want to do what you know take inventory of everything up to that point and and we you know so many people talk about just goal setting for the next year i think that's a piece of it i really do i think that that setting goals is really important and and having a you know having a a destination somewhere like when you're when you're when you're going on an adventure when you're getting in your car you don't just drive you you know where you're going so and sometimes you have to take detours and stuff like that but at least you at least you have an idea of of what direction you're headed and i think that's important to have goals but it's not the only thing Okay. So, and, and you guys know up to this point, 
if you've listened to enough episodes, this is about creating wealth, success, and happiness in your life. It's not just about creating wealth and success. It's about living a life worth living. It's about really enjoying every aspect of life in sucking the marrow. And that requires a lot more than just having goals. All right. So, and you guys also know that I love my words and I love, I love, you know, word combinations and, and putting, you know, some structure to, to, uh, esoteric concepts. Three words that I want to connect with today that I want to talk to you about. And, and, and this is, this is my end of year inventory episode. Okay. And, uh, and, and understanding what we want to create, you know, in, in the next year, in the coming year. But these three words are grace, gratitude, and goals. And if you notice, goals is a piece, but it's the last piece. I think it's important when, when we're, when we're coming up to the end of a year or when we're getting ready to set goals or we're getting ready to, you know, cast that new vision for the year or, or whatever, and we're, we're doing something forward looking, it's important that we look at the past, that we look at the present moment, what we have, and we look at the future. And if we don't do all three of those, we're going to miss something. Okay. So let me, let me explain why these three words, grace. To me, in my mind, when I think of grace, I think of forgiveness. I think of of letting go of burden and letting go of of pain and suffering of past events. Okay, and and it's it's required <laughs> it's required to live a really full and big life to be as light as possible from an emotional baggage and burden standpoint and carrying around the pa- the pain of the past is not going to help you be agile and and be flexible and to uh to fail forward be able to fail forward right if you're afraid that you're going to hold on to a lot of pain uh number 2 gratitude and 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 look <laughs> gratitude is in my mind just about everything okay and it, I used to, I used to think about the word gratitude and I thought it was so soft and I thought it was so, it, it, that, that word kind of irritated me. I got to be honest. And it, it was, it was something that was thrown around and I didn't, I guess maybe I, I just didn't understand the word gratitude and, and what we were after with that. But, but gratitude is really about understanding, uh, what you actually have and appreciating what you have more than what you don't. And finally, goals. And I also use, uh, typically I use the word vision, but look, three G's. Okay. Get it. So anyway, we're going to talk about goals, vision, whatever you want to, you know, however you want to wrap this thing together and, 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 you know, it's plotting a course for the future. It's, it's plotting, you know, it's almost like your game plan, almost like, almost like a, a litmus test of, uh, of, uh, of ideas for the future where you get to say yes or no to certain experiences. Cause so we've got so many out, there's so many opportunities in life. You got to know what to say no to in order to know what to say yes to. So these three, we're going to deal with all three of these at, at the same time. And I'm going to break each one down. And then we're going to talk about, about, you know, what all of this together will do for you. Okay. So we're going to start with grace. Listen, for uh, 43 years, uh, right now I'm, uh, you know, I just turned 49 back in August. Um, but for 43 years of my life, I carried around so much burden and so much garbage. Listen, when I was a child, I was, I was molested and I was, 
uh, I, I was in a family that was very violent. I mean, my brothers and my father, you know, it, it was physical. It, there were physical altercations on a regular basis in my house. And, and, and my father loved me dearly, but he said, look, if, if, if you ever disagree with me, we'll go down the park and, you know, whoever, and then what he meant by that is we'll throw and, and whoever wins, they were right. So, you know, just, I, I, I was, I was raised in a, in a, my parents loved me, but at the same time, it wasn't a safe place. My home wasn't safe. And I would watch my brothers just, you know, just start to throw fists all the time. And they were older than me, but you know, it, it was a battlefield. My my home was a battlefield and it was emotionally abusive. And there were, you know, there were arguments and, and mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I mean, so much guilt and shame carry uh, thrown around. It, it just wasn't a, it wasn't a safe place. It was, it was a, it was a war zone. And, and I, I was, there was times where I was, you know, I didn't get the, the emotional needs a child needs to, to have taken care of and, and the physical needs and things like that. And, and I was, it, it was just, it was madness. I, you know, I often say that, you know, I've, I've experienced abandonment in my family. I've experienced neglect. I've experienced molestation because that was by a family member. It was just, you know, at a time in life when, when a child requires love and attention and affection, in a lot of cases, I got the exact opposite of that. And I carried a lot of pain. I carried a lot of garbage, a lot of mental and emotional stories in my life. I carried them around for decades and I was running from them and I was, I was struggling with them and I was trying to, I was trying to eliminate these stories and all this emotional baggage and burden and guilt and shame and all this stuff that I had in me. I was trying to eliminate it through, through creating wealth and success. Right. So. I, you know, I, I got, a, I got a great job and, and I started, uh, ascending the ladder of corporate and, and my father was cheerleading me on and my wife was cheerleading me on and, and, you know, my mother was proud of me and, and I just kept going faster and faster and faster, but I couldn't, I couldn't eliminate the pain that was going on inside of me. And, and that's as I ascended the ladder of corporate thinking that, that if I got high enough and if I, if I made enough money that this pain would dissolve, you know, as I, I just accelerated that delusion over time. That's when everything just fell apart because I mean, the higher you go on the ladder, oftentimes more, more pressure, not less. And that all just, it was, it was like a cataclysm of, of, uh, of, of just pain and it all fell apart. So the point is, is it wasn't until after everything collapsed that I got the opportunity to, you know, to, to go back and, and to do an inventory of all the shit that, that had it, it happened in my life. And, and, you know, I guess to, that all the grievances that I was carrying around and all the anger and all the guilt and shame and resentment and the garbage and, and, and grief and all of this stuff, just carrying it around. And it wasn't until I started unpacking this and, and unloading it and forgiving people and forgiving myself and, and learning how to love myself and appreciate myself. Cause the first time my coach, my first coach told me to look in the mirror and say, I love you. I, to, to myself, I couldn't even do it. I couldn't even spit out the words. And, and that was because of all the emotional baggage and the mental baggage that I was carrying around. So guys, unless we let go of that stuff, this, this journey is just not going to be fun. All right. It's just not going to be fun. You're not going to have a good time on the journey of life. If you're carrying around a bunch of mental and emotional turmoil, we got to let that stuff go. And, and that's, and that's why 
the very, very first thing, the very first thing you need to do in order to, in order to move forward in life, right? To get to that goal part is, is to just, just let go of, of all of that baggage and give yourself some grace. Give those people that you love some grace. Give, give life grace. Give God grace if you're holding resentment against God, right? Everyone deserves forgiveness, love, appreciation, because frankly, we're all doing the very, very best we can. It's just sometimes it's not very good, but you got to let go of that stuff. It's not serving you and it never will. It's not so serving you to hold on to the pain, the lessons. The lessons are a whole different story. The lessons are awesome, but you don't have to hold on to the pain to get the benefit of the lessons. That's step number one. All right. Grace. It's in the past. Grace is in the past. Step number two, gratitude. Now, I, I said before, this is this is a word that I used to I used to despise. I'm like, what does that mean to be grateful? How can you be grateful and continue to grow? And when you are grateful, the secret that I learned is when you're grateful, when you're holding and living, when you're holding a high level of gratitude and you're living in a state of constant state of gratitude, your life expands faster than, than you could ever imagine in all directions, health, wealth, love, finances. I mean, all, socially, all of it. When you're in a state of gratitude, when you are living in a state of gratitude, your life expands in every direction at the same time. And and you don't have to obsess about more to create more. But if you're, if you're living in a constant state of dissatisfaction, you're robbing yourself of joy. You're robbing yourself of the thing that matters most. And that's enjoying life and sucking the marrow out of life. Gratitude helps you reconnect to the fact that you already have everything that you need right now. You know, I, I, I did a, I did a re- little research before I jumped on here. And, you know, it, it's estimated that over 11 million people in 2021 have died to this point of starvation around the world. It's estimated that, that like 900 million people, over 900 million people, almost a billion people in the world are undernourished right now. We're talking about 865 million people that don't have access to healthy drinking water. I mean, people right now, there's one eighth of the population because there's 8 billion people on the planet that are fighting for survival. That are fighting for survival. And meanwhile, we're fighting for better Wi-Fi. I mean, if you don't, if you don't step back and if you don't take inventory of what you have in your life and the blessings that you have in your life and fully understand that you already have everything that you require in order to experience total bliss and total joy, we're fighting for, for first world freaking just <clears throat> comparison, ego-based stuff. And we're wondering why people are walking around in the United States miserable and in first world countries, and we're miserable and dissatisfied. It's because while they're fighting for survival, we're fighting to one up each other. 
and we're looking at each other and we're comparing our 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 back back office to somebody else's front office and we're wondering why we're all freaking running around in circles in, in in misery gratitude helps you understand that you already have everything that you require and everything that you need and and with with a great gratitude practice and living in a state of of utter and sheer gratitude you learn to make what you have more important than what you don't have. And if, if you're not enjoying your life right now, because that's all there ever is, there, there's only ever now. Think about that. It's only, you've only ever lived right now. You've never lived in the past and you've never lived in the future. All moments are right here right now. And if you've never allowed yourself to feel peace, happiness, joy, love, prosperity right here, right now, what makes you think that you are just going to opt in later? In the now, later. You're not. If not now, never. And recognize you have everything, every single thing that you require to to experience sheer and utter joy right now. You don't need anything else. You don't need more money. You don't need a better relationship. You don't need health, more health. You don't need anything. You can opt in to joy right now. And if you don't, it's a choice that you're making. And gratitude helps you choose joy. And guys, third and finally are goals, right? It's, It's understanding that we've already dealt with all of our, all of our mental and emotional shit from the past, and we left that behind. Now we're 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 opting into the joy and the beauty and the perfection of the present moment because we already have everything that we need. Now we can start to get curious about what would an awesome life look like in the future. But here's, but here's where it this thing really matters is if you're choosing goals that make you punish yourself if you choose goals that make you that 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 don't light up your soul if you're choosing goals because out of obligation if you're choosing goals to try to prove yourself to yourself or somebody else if you're if you're choosing goals to try to gain admiration if you're choosing goals to try to overcome insecurity or inadequacy or insignificance, if you're choosing goals to try to fix some internal disconnect that you have, that you've got it all wrong. You, you don't choose goals to try to cure or resolve or, or dissolve mental or, or emotional pain that you're experiencing. You don't, try to, you, don't, you don't try to find a relationship because you're lonely. You don't try to create wealth because you feel broke. Just like you wouldn't put a Band-Aid on cancer. So if your goals aren't to create more in your life based on adventure and experience and excitement and joy, not insecurity, inadequacy, and insignificance, if your goals don't light you up and get you out of bed and you don't get excited to do the activities that, that make them come to life, if you don't get excited and motivated by your goals, if, if you have to have someone get you excited about them, if you have to have, 
have someone force you to do the things that it takes to create your goals, then you've got the wrong goals. Because your goals should pull you, pull you forward. They should excite you enough where you want to do the thing that creates the result that, that makes your dreams possible. And your, your goals, when you look at your goals, you, could, you shouldn't look at it like it's a torture chamber or a punishment freaking, but punishment judgment. That's not what goals are for. They shouldn't make you hate life. Your goal should make you love life. Your goal should enliven you, not deplete you. Your goals should, should set your soul on fire, not cause you stress. And that, that requires truly understanding what you want to create in your life. And what you have available to you and your talents and gifts and skills, what you have available to create those and making sure they're aligned. And your goals aren't going to look like other people's and neither are your talents and gifts. And comparison is the enemy. If you compare yourself to anyone else when you're setting goals or when you're looking for how you're going to get there, if you're, if you're comparing yourself to anyone else, you're setting yourself up for a big, hearty fall. So look, to wrap this up, as you're, as you're entering 2022, as, as you're, you're getting ready to, we're getting ready to close this chapter and we're getting ready to turn the page and go into the, into the next year, three areas that you need to focus on that I would invite you to focus on grace and forgiving the past and, and <laughs> The greatest line I ever heard a friend of mine said on a coaching call one time. And I was co- coaching a group of men, and and he said he he said uh, uh, he he was getting ready to get a tattoo, I believe, or maybe he had a tattoo. He said he said I've given up all hope of a better past. What what a powerful line! I've given up all hope of a better past. And and grace allows you to just forgive yourself and forgive others for any indiscretions or anything that didn't meet your expectations in the past. Gratitude helps you ground in the perfection and the sheer and utter joy and absolute beauty of right now, knowing that you have everything that you require. If you're listening to this, you're listening to it on a device and that device costs more than some national economies, right? So, I mean, you've got everything that you require to, to truly experience joy in life. Whether you choose to is up to you. And and number three is goals. Don't start at goals. End at goals. Clear out the past. Get really clear that right now is perfect. And then set goals that light your soul on fire. But if you ignore one of these areas, if if you ignore one of these or two and only focus on goals, you're going to wonder why every year you're more and more depleted. And every year when you achieve those goals, it doesn't feel any different than it did in the past because you got to clear out all the shit that's inside of you that's keeping you from enjoying it. Insecurity, inadequacy, and insignificance will rob you of your soul. And if you're holding on to that stuff, and if you're, if you're rejecting right now, you're never going to feel the joy of any goal accomplishment 
or any achievement. And you don't need anything more than you have right now to experience everything that you want to experience. The question is, will you? And if you do, that is fantastic. If you choose joy right now, that's fantastic. And if you don't, if you don't completely and utterly surrender to the perfection and the joy and the beauty of what right now is and what the future could be, if you choose joy now, don't blame it on anyone else. Guys, have, have an awesome end of this year and have an even more stellar next year. And I'll see you on the other side of, uh, of this year, of the calendar, when the, when the calendar turns. To access powerful tools and content to create more wealth, success, and happiness in your life, or to join the Happy Millionaire community, visit www.livesoulout.com.